0: When people start a health and fitness journey, they expect the best results, which is good, I think. If you start a program, whether it's with a coach or on your own, even, and you expect bad results, well, why are you even starting? <laughs> you know? So I think it's a good thing. But the question is, will they get the best results? And in many cases, they will not. My answer is no, they won't. And I'm going to explain why my answer is no today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. I said some people won't get the best results. Why did I say that? Well, for once, I'm not saying it's because they're like eating sugar or they're skipping workouts. For once, I'm not saying it's like bad habits or like how you were raised and stuff like that. I'm coming from a different angle today because this one has kind of come up over the last couple of months and anytime something kind of repeats itself, then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make an episode about it. And so uh, I think I just have some stories and some examples to tell on why I think some people start a journey, they expect the best results, and they won't ever get them. It's because when you put them in line with a program that will produce the best results, they don't do it. And I think I'm gonna explain why. So let's use first example. You have person number one, and you have person number two. Let's say they're like the same exact person. They're identical twins, they both weigh the same... They have, you know, same body type, all this stuff. They're both uh, female, let's say. But person one did sports in high school and a little bit of sports in college. And their sports program kind of forced strength training. So they weren't like volunteering to do strength training, but their coach is like, I expect you at these sessions, these strength sessions, or you're not going to be on varsity. Oh, wow, okay, I'll go to those strength sessions. So that's person number one. Now, person number one, Then when I give them a strength program, now they can kind of draw on that experience, even if it's 25 years removed, like 25 years ago, they're in high school doing sports. They've not done anything since as far as like strength training, they can kind of still recall on some of those skills, uh, both mental and physical. So one, they, they, they have some of the physical skills still, uh, two, they have the mental skills so uh, they can push themselves because they remember pushing themselves in sports and so they can kind of push themselves for you in your program. Okay. That's that's familiar to them. That's why they can do pretty well is it's familiar. Person number 2 did not do sports. They weren't forced in the strength training. They never did that stuff in high school or college and they and they come to me at 37 years old and they need to do this stuff for the first time ever. And they expect the best results which is which is good. But they're not going to get the best results. They can, they can get the best results, but a lot of times they don't because things are so unfamiliar. Things are so unfamiliar. They didn't do the sports. They don't know how to push themselves. They don't, they don't know proper technique. Sometimes, you know, they, they aren't physically capable of of certain things. And so that's my answer. Number one is like, if somebody cannot get the best results is because they haven't become familiar yet. Now, you can become familiar no matter what age you are. If you start strength training at 80 years old, you can still become familiar years later. But that's the issue is I think it takes several months or years of doing this. And I think you have to cycle through some really busy times where you stuck to a gym routine, let's say. You're not used to a gym routine, doing that four days a week and and at least an hour in each session. Okay, okay. You're going to have to stick it through when you're super busy at work and the kids have a lot going on and you're traveling all the time on the weekends. You're still going to have to do it. Otherwise, it will never become familiar. You, person that's not familiar, you can get great results. But I think you're going to have to get through this familiar stage. Along the way, you can get results, okay? Like, I'm saying you want to become familiar, but like, if you're working out consistently, you'll get results along the way, but it just, they won't stick unless you become familiar. Like the gym is like your new home. Like, you know, you can grab a barbell and do multiple things with it without, you know, thinking about technique or asking a coach how to do it and stuff like that. Okay. That's what I mean. That's the difference there. Now, another thing that I found, so let's say being familiar is number one. Number two is workload capacity is what I'm going to call it. And basically what that means is if you have person number one and person number two, there's a person that can just handle more work in their day and in their week. They can just handle more. They can literally do more. Even if they have the same exact schedule as the other busy person. So let's use dads this time. I think I used moms last time. Let's use dads. So you have dad number one and dad number two. They both work 50 hours at their job. And then they both have a 10 hour side job. Let's say they mow lawns. So that's 60 hours of work, including, you know, all the way through the weekend and stuff. Also, they're coaching flag football right now. Okay, that's a lot of time too. I'm I'm coaching flag football right now too. And, and then they like to be really social. So they like to tailgate. They like to meet the boys out for golf and stuff. Like they do those all the time. Like that is a thing that they won't delete from their life. That's okay. But here's the difference between dad number one and dad number two. I just described that they're basically the same, same schedule. You tell dad number one to do strength training at the gym three days a week for an hour minimum. And he does it. And he does it. Dad number two He does it for a little while. He can't, it never gets familiar. Every time he goes to the gym, he's like, oh, I just hate doing this. I liked it so much better when I wasn't coming to the gym, blah, blah, blah. And he doesn't get the results because he never overcomes that. Now, what's the difference there? Workload capacity. Guy number one, dad number one can handle more. He doesn't need as much leisure. He doesn't need to watch two hours of football every night to like reset. He doesn't look at his screen four and five hours a day. By the way, look at your screen time. The average is like, it's like five or six for people that have a, a cell phone, five or six hours. Um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't need all this like wind down time like person dad number two does he does need a lot of wind down time and it's like they check a box of like work they check a work hard box okay hard work if they go to their job and they work really hard they check mark that box so saying go work hard in the gym for me their box is full to them and 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 it doesn't compute in their brain. It literally doesn't. Like, I'm done with my work hard. How could I possibly go to the gym and work hard? It's like they need an off day. Like, well, I'm not working on Saturday. Can I do my workout on Saturday? Like, yeah, I guess. But if you're going to work out three to five days a week, <laughs> that doesn't compute. We have to do some workouts during the week too. They, they work hard and do flag football with their son's team. That's like a giant check mark in the work hard. Well, I can't work out. They they can't handle very much. They can't handle a lot and their health suffers. So these these are the different things that you're gonna have to fight through is you're gonna have to become familiar. Eventually, a routine like this becomes automatic. You're gonna have to increase your abilities to handle workload, a big workload. And life gets better, by the way. I made this transition back in my 20s. Now, I was a sports guy and I, I liked lifting in high school and stuff like that. So like this, this physical fitness and nutrition, that was a really easy transition for me. You know what wasn't an easy transition for me was getting married, having kids, working. I always work. I, I don't know if I've ever worked 40 under 40 hours since I've been a business owner. It's usually f- probably 45 to 55. And I've had some 60 and 70 and 80 weeks and stuff like that. So so working hard, married, kids. I do try to coach a couple of things, not a lot, just like one or two sports a year maybe. You know, I do like to prioritize date night with the wife. I do have certain friend events. You know, I have, I have things that I do too. And that was the hardest transition for me was still going to the gym with all of that going on. And I tell you what, I think, it, I think it felt weird to do that for like two years straight. Two years straight, I stuck with it, I did it, but it felt super weird. It felt like I was doing too much. On the other side of those two years, it was just what I did. Going to the gym was even a thing I looked forward to. It felt like a break. For some people, it feels like super hard work. And at first it did for me. It really did. It felt like really hard work to go work really hard and then race to the gym, work hard in the gym, and then race to go pick up my kids, bring them home, help with supper, go to bed. It just felt like clockwork. Now the gym feels like a break. And I think it took me two years. Another thing I found, I, I won't include this in my top two, but this is just like a little bonus talk, is it's really hard to tell people to change. And I know that sounds pretty obvious, like, yeah, some people don't like change, but it's harder than you think in, in the fitness world. You have somebody that, let's say they were doing HIT training, they were doing HIT training to get results and they got good results, but now they're at a plateau or, or they don't like that their friend... Built big strong arms, and they don't have big strong arms. So now they know they got to change something. Or if a female example is like they want toned legs, they want to wear shorts. They want to wear shorts in the summer, and they know something needs to change because they've been doing hit training five days a week, and their body just looks the same year after year. And so they start strength training. And I can I can only use my examples. You put them, you sign them up, and you're like, okay, I agree with you, person. We can do, still do a little bit of hit training, but we got to do a lot more strength training if you want to reach these goals of strong arms. If you want to reach these goals of wearing shorts in the summer, I know what you need to do. Here it is. Okay, they get excited, like I said, and they start it, but it's hard to tell somebody to do something new. And so they, they start kind of step by step trying to get back to the old way. And that's really the difference between a good coach and a bad coach. I shouldn't say bad coach. There's good coaches that, you know, maybe don't know this, but maybe a difference between a good coach and a great coach is like, can you tell your client to just like figure it out, figure it out, keep going. I know it's hard, but on the other side of this, two years later, it won't be, it'll be automatic. You'll have the best results. And you'll be glad that you didn't like revert back to your old workout program you'll be glad that you didn't stop give it time it takes a long time to become familiar with something that is brand new to increase your workload capacity you just have to force it and it does feel like forcing it it sucks for in my example two years and then your capacity for work increases. And even some of that work that you thought was work becomes what you enjoy in the day, becomes like your break time. And my last example is doing it a different way is sometimes the only way. If you're stuck, if you're plateaued, if you're not getting results anymore. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.